Welcome to another exciting episode of Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. And this is the action-packed edition. With me tonight is always Mike Lominat. How you doing, brothers? And in this corner, we got Jimmy Ray Hancock. I, I don't know what to do for that. And with us tonight's special guest, David Herringer! Hey! That's all I got. <laughs> and I'm Nathan. How's it going? Nathan. Yeah. I don't have a cool name. Nathan Backman. Yeah. Nathan Backman. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Nathan with us tonight, uh, TJ wasn't able to make it, nor Blaze. They eloped. Apparently, uh, <laughs> gay marriage got legalized in Florida. And they stopped showing up. So we, we wish them nothing but the best. Uh, we're... Pro everything around here, so you know. <laughs> you can send their wedding gifts, yeah, to, wedding uh, gifts. to us here. Gift certificates. Um, small, yeah. uh, unmarked bills. Yeah. <laughs> we promise. Or large, unmarked Or large. Bills. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not picky. Yeah. We'll take those. We no. promise to uh, take no. pictures of us enjoying it. Phallic shaped <laughs> objects. <laughs> <laughs> um, David, thank you for uh, filling in last moment and coming in. You're welcome. Um, David is a, a good friend of ours who is a. Uh, budding aspiring uh up and coming novelist working on a pretty big project and also uh you have your other uh what is outer world productions something yeah. that you're also it's all right now in the midst of starting up but some pretty exciting stuff so we're glad to have him on here and hopefully in the future we'll have him on more often for sure so for sure. glad we can pop your cherry this way hey hey <laughs> um but enough about that. Let's uh, turn it over to Ray for the news. Enough of that boring crap. Yeah, the <laughs> news <laughs> <type of stuff. laughs> Uh, well, we had a couple of things in the news this week. Um, Star Wars Clone Wars is now available on Netflix Woo-hoo. for uh, instant watch. Um, and Spit take. I haven't. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> Say what? And um, I haven't watched it because I've been waiting for it because I, I, I knew it was coming on Netflix and everything. I've had several people tell me how great it was. So I'm, I'm going to get into this. But uh, also the other thing that's supposed to be pretty cool is that season six, from what I understand, was not aired um but now it, you can watch it on netflix so that's pretty oh. exciting that's uh how do they not air an entire season i i guess they canceled it but the people still made it is it a half season i thought something? it was specifically sure. made for netflix am i wrong on that no the the star wars clone wars has been on well um, yeah it was cartoon network yeah cartoon but network. i thought they the sixth season they specifically oh, maybe, made for netflix maybe that, from what i gathered that, yeah that man, i'm not 100% netflix sure is on. just stepping it up Woo. man if, yeah if you don't have Netflix this day and age, you are severely missing out, especially as a nerd with that's, the yeah. Star Wars now uh, and then the Daredevil, all this stuff that's yeah. just up. And I mean, and honestly, we're just seeing the start of well, what's going to become bigger and bigger. And, and uh, even though I love uh, Arrested Devel- Development and didn't think the new Netflix was like great, some of the other stuff I've watched on there has been awesome. House David's, of Cards? Yeah, David says Hemlock Grove was really good. I, I didn't yeah. get into it. Um, 
And we watched Orange is the New Black, and I thought that was really good. So I haven't seen that. I'm excited to see what the other stuff well, that's what they come out with. It's very interesting to see them start creating their own content. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I wasn't the biggest rest of it, but you know what? Still, big thank you for them doing it in yeah. the first oh, place. I mean, because people pined for it and they wanted it, and then they gave it to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I have an announcement to make. Go ahead. I now have high speed internet. What? And I will be joining in the Netflix crowd. Oh, good. Yes. Very soon. That's all I have. So yeah. I have Netflix and <laughs> that Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Juggalo documentary. <laughs> here I come. Hey, I think that's YouTube. Uh, yeah. That's Same. Well, different. I mean, hot. Well, tonight he couldn't watch it though. Yeah, apparently. that's true. We're that's having true. YouTube. YouTube, YouTube has been killing us tonight. Oh yeah. gosh. So if you're listening, Saturday, to YouTube, man, everyone's watching Rebecca Black <laughs> videos. <laughs> um. Or Led Zeppelin videos, right, Nathan? Yeah. Led Zeppelin I'll videos. Dread Zeppelin, my Dread friend. Dread Zeppelin. Um, also, in the news... Uh, I hope say, one person listens to a Dread Zeppelin. Like, What's Dread Zeppelin? <laughs> it's probably <laughs> Dread Zeppelin. Oh, I, I, I just got to tell if, if you don't know what Dread Zeppelin is, let me just plug this real quick. It is a Elvis impersonator that does Led Zeppelin songs reggae style. What? So it's reggae ze- Zeppelin songs with... Zeppelin, you know, so since my, you know, like, but Man, it is. I'm so angry about all of that right now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make you watch it when we take a break. Anyway, sorry, but um, let's keep on going. Yeah, keep on going. Um, Sam Raimi is going to be doing a version of uh, The Last of Us, the video game sensation that uh, I, th- I believe in our podcast we said was the best video game of 2013. Is that right? Well, he's I, he's not uh, set to direct, but I heard he's involved uh, produce. somewhere. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be a producer or something like that. Well, if it's anything like his involvement in the World of Warcraft movie, then he'll leave soon. <laughs> <laughs> that guy does hop on board stuff really quick, and then yeah, and then he's yeah. almost as off. bad as Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, Mister Wolverine, Robocop, mm. Superman, and, uh, or the, whatever. The Lord of Rings. Uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson seems to start and stop on stuff. Also, yeah, that does happen. What did he start and stop on? Halo movie. Uh, uh, there's a couple other things. I mean, there's a reason. For That's that. right. Then it was sent to Neil <laughs> Blomkamp, and then it turned into District Nine. Yeah. Um. um apparently. Neil Druckmann, the creative director uh, for the game, will be writing the script for this movie, though. So Ooh. that's kind of exciting. I still haven't gotten a chance to to video play the game, game movies have such a that's yeah. It's it's one of those things like they're going to take a franchise that you have hope for, and it honestly has a solid story. That if they just follow what they've already put out there, it could be a good movie. But I think they'll try and Hollywoodize it more. Um, yeah, that's a word. I'm pretty sure it is. But and I mean, it's just they'll do the little the little you know tweaks here and there, and they could either make it a bastard uh, version of it, or it could be a semi decent movie. I don't think it'd be great, no matter what they do. And see, it depends on. I I know it depends on what rights, but it make it gives me some. I haven't watched or played the game, but it gives me some hope for it that the guy that created it is part yeah, of part of it. Right? Yeah, it. that's really never happened before, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the big thing about it, it, it's video game movies. It's a lot like people that read books. You read a book and you get really involved and you get invested. Video games, you get really involved and invested. You put hours of your day Jeez. into it, and then a, the movie comes out and here's this two hour. You don't, and of course you're like, it just wasn't the same. So no matter what it is, it will never measure up to a gamer's yeah. uh, want. Maybe I'll watch the movie before I play the game because it's Maybe. still not it's still not five dollars at GameStop yet. <laughs> give so. it give it twenty years. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> another thing that was announced, uh, uh, from Dust to Dawn, the, uh, the new series on the El Rey, 
uh, station, my new TV station. Did we watch a preview of that here? We did. It looks and it was really good. Okay. Um, it's going to be coming out soon, and um, Netflix. The day after it airs, you can watch it on Netflix. But wait, in every country but America. <laughs> yeah. What? So I was so excited that I was going to. Oh, also get to see Dust Till Dawn. But now I can't because I live in America. I can see if I can get my IP to ping off of like Denmark or yeah. something. Yeah, that, that, I, w- I wish that article was like it will air the next day on Netflix, and then like click next page. Except for America, <laughs> you like, yeah. wait for it to load. Like <laughs> it's a website trolling you. Yeah. So uh, we also had the trailer for the second Sin City, which uh, I don't think anyone has really thought was going to ever come out. Uh, Dame to Kill Four. Ha- have y'all seen that? The I have trailer? watched it. I haven't watched no, it. Yet. No one's seen it. I Dave, thought it was great. David's seen it. I've seen it. It looks like it'll be pretty good. Uh, I liked the first one. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, it, uh, this l- length of time, it's just going to essentially be a rehash of the first one. That's what that's what I'm worried about. It's been so long now. Because usually it's what they do. If they wait enough time, it almost becomes like a pseudo reboot. Well, it, it, I totally agree because they're doing the same with 300. 300 came out years ago. And now all of a sudden there's a new 300 that's but just coming out. I just I was, saw that. Yeah. yeah. I was reading about 300 and, and this goes along with what Mike was saying. It's not a sequel. It's another tell, a different telling. Like it's supposed to be like a, a parallel timeline, well, a no, different yeah. timeline. It's, uh, I thought what? it was about the uh, the Athenians. Yeah, uh, it uh, is crushing the Persians after Le- Thermopylae's wife's in the preview. Yeah, it's and it's supposed it's, to be on a different timeline. Though. It's done like around. It's basically, it starts before and then it goes into the three hundred movie, and you kind of know what happens, and then it yeah. goes after. Yeah, because like, I was to say the preview has. Leonidas laying there dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because their actions at Thermopylae led to the direct uh, defeat, like naval defeat of the Persians by the Greeks, like not too much later after that. And that's what they play into. And and I'm sure that's why they're wearing blue cloaks, right? Because they're not Spartans. Exactly. And I was kind of excited just for a little reference here in the movie that they didn't make them like... Try to make them like the yeah, Spartans. That they were just, you know, just like... I mean, they had some six-packs going, but they didn't look like they were just like... They didn't look like me. Yeah. <laughs> Here, come over here, I'll fight you. I'm not sure. yeah. uh, but uh, as a shout-out, the main actor, I, I like him a lot. He plays in uh, Cinemax's uh, show Strike Back. Uh, yeah. it's, based, it's actually a British show, but it was... Uh, Mike's favorite TV sh- station, Cinemax. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> that it, guy. It, it, if you if if you want to see someone getting punched in the face for an hour, watch a Cinemax show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, back to Sin City. Uh, the first one, Boom. I didn't think the movie was terrible, but I definitely did not have any care for a sequel. So when I, you know, I've heard for the past couple of years that they've been trying to get this going, and yeah. now it's happening. I mean, I'll watch it, and I'm sure it'll be decent. I just yeah, it's, it's whatever to me. I, I think the hype that was around it, they've kind of lost. Yeah, it's been a been a little while now. It's been a long while. It's been, that, it's been a long while. 2003? It's like the better part of a decade. Yeah. yeah. About 10 years. <laughs> but I am excited about seeing it. I, yeah. I've been waiting on the trailer for a long time. But yeah. you watch so. about one movie a year. So. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> come on. Come on. You're like, I've, I've only seen 10 movies since <laughs> I saw that, so... <laughs> It's relatively new in my mind. <laughs> Sometimes you need a rider. You sit in a room yeah. a lot. <laughs> Stew in your own juice. <laughs> yeah. I do that anyway. <laughs> wow. Anyway, what's next? Well, next, um, this may be 
some of the most. Are ex- you scuffing over the news? I think I know what you're talking, what you're about to announce, just by <laughs> just by the way the that you're reluctant. <laughs> the most exciting news, yeah, to come out is. in the last twenty years, Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal is promising Shaq Fu 2. The sequel and no one he, asked for. He says it will be better. <laughs> and he wants you to help pay for it, Mike. Yeah. You can go on to Indiegogo.com and look up Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. Yeah, it's not even that much money. <laughs> Are we getting money right now for... Yeah. For giving no, this an we ad? should be. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we could text Shaq right now and get him on the phone. <laughs> hey guys, you know I just want to, you know, making that Shaq foo. Like, why? Nobody wants the sequel. Uh, what platform is it for? Mobile? Is it I, don't, mobile I don't. I, I have. I haven't looked. Probably that for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> their tagline is Shaq Fu returns, and this time we won't foo it up. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Man. That's going to be a piece of shit. Because they're like looking for like $60,000, which Shaq no, has in his couch. No, they're looking for $450,000. That's got still $63,000 okay. right now. That's still, to Shaq, not that much money. The dude has Shaq tennis shoes. <laughs> Take your profits <laughs> from the Kmart. They still make those? I see him at Payless, man. He probably grinds up $450,000 a week and like <laughs> mixes it in with his food. I know. Like, Funny enough, I remember a lady I worked with who was bragging about her kids getting Shaq uh, tennis <laughs> shoes. Like, she's like, I got my kids Shaq. They're going to be going to school styling. I'm like, Nobody wears Shaq tennis <laughs> like, shoes. These Shaq tennis shoes suck. They only come in size 23. <laughs> Nobody can wear them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Shaq, I think we should make different sizes. No, no, no. You know, we're we going to make them only in my size. They're called Shaq tennis shoes. I mean, come on. <laughs> Now, if you do give if you give three thousand dollars to it, you get a signed Shaq sneaker. Uh, ten winners will get one size twenty two original vintage Reebok Shaq Attack sneaker. I would rather set off a bear trap with my testicles than give that man three thousand dollars. <laughs> that's that's three thousand dollars. They don't need like. Why is he being so cheap? Should we really enable anything like this? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> This is a. I thought this was we're some taking of the best a stance news. here at Nerds Get Laid. <laughs> if you give money to Shaq Fu, shame on God, you. Stop listening. Shame stop on listening, you, please. Terry, what do you think? Man, I done gave him a couple grand. You know, I want that T-shirt. <laughs> Terry, it's a shoe. What? Shaq Fu was maybe one of the best games I played as a child. I, I do remember as the a game. Child. And so I, did you just play one game as a child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was in the 50 cent bin. My, yeah. It was like that. Shaq Fu on Atari. <laughs> Shaq Fu was my second favorite game, right? But behind Dragon Age. The Oregon Trail. <laughs> well, you, you should have went to the uh, the video game store that opened up in the mall 15 years ago because all they had were like 30 copies of Shaq Fu. <sighs> Man, yeah. I can only imagine the amount of like Shaq Fu cartridges polluting the <laughs> earth. Ch- chances are, like some some hippie green person is using like copies of Shaq Fu like insulation or compost for their little hut. <laughs> Man, that is the <laughs> best news, though. Yeah, that uh, the uh, the one last thing that we God have bless that's actual news is that <laughs> that's, um, that's news. That's news. That's news. Is that they have cast um, the young boy Bruce Wayne. And Cameron uh, and Selena Kyle um, for the Gotham TV show. And what was the uh, the actor's name? The actor uh, David Mazuz. He's from the uh, the the Fox series Touch with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. 
That kid. Oh, so they're going the pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I I think it's going to be one of those things that kind of jumps jumps up. There, the the, the studio is making a big deal that like don't call this a Batman show. Batman is not in it yet. This is about Gordon. Um, this is a Gotham TV series. I honestly, the I'm not excited about this show. The more I think about it, because I mean, I'll wait till it comes out. But I mean, to Jada, me, it's Jada Pinkett Smith is in it. Uh, so I mean, uh, Commissioner Gordon isn't. It's just, it's it's a detective uh, show, and they're putting it in in I, Gotham. I honestly is a CW making this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, you know, I don't actually even recall. Does a CW still exist? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, I mean, mean, that's I'm, what Arrow and yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been. I would kind of be interested if CW is doing it. Yeah, actually, I don't think it was. It was. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's like ABC or something. Yeah. It's not ABC. Oh, so maybe I don't not. remember who it is right off. Because I can guarantee the villains are going to be like the Penguin. It's going to be like second tier because you can't do Two Face or anything like that because Batman is deeply Already. involved with those. He the making of those created. Yeah. So you're going to get a bunch of like. Uh, not even to be side. It's not even to be second string villains. It's going to be like how they did with Smallville, like, oh, the meteor freak, and they're just going to have some random person that has yeah. like, like, he plays with playing cards. They'll He's give yeah. a playing card band. Yeah, they'll probably give one fl- uh, flagship villain. Yeah, it'll probably be like something like the villain or maybe a uh, Razagul. I don't know because uh, Arrow has been. They got Deathstroke, but that's all you got. No, well, they've had some pretty high. I mean, that's where Flash is coming out of. That's so true. there have been some high-profile things on that, but here's no, here's but my like problem with what this. you just said just speaks volumes. About yeah, it. It, it, it's just one of those things that it seems like still DC is chasing after Marvel and like, oh, they did an Agents of Shield, we'll do a Gotham. Yeah, this seems like their direct answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and the they should answer. just kind of do their own thing. Um, DC's always on like they're they're always on de- they're on defense. They're never on. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And if they would just go yeah. their own direction and with things, comics, yeah. <laughs> 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 but but like Arrow has been great. Um, yeah, what I've Arrow seen has of been it, good. I really um, like that. No, so Arrow if they would keep doing, keep with that kind of stuff and just forget what Marvel's doing, or copy exactly what Marvel's doing, the way they're doing their stuff, the the Marvel Studios stuff has been great. I think they've had a lot of success in doing their own thing. No, they have. Like, yeah. I mean, look at Batman. Yeah. I yeah. don't want them to like the Superman movies. I don't want them to copy Marvel because I like I've said this numerous times. I still believe it. DC movies are made to be rewatchable because they put more of a story in there, and Marvel movies are just a roller coaster or a one-time fun movie, but they don't have the rewatchability. I don't think the stories are strong because that's the whole thing with Marvel comics. Like I still don't think Marvel has that strong of storylines. When well, we've talked about this numerous yeah, I, times, and I mean that. I'm I'm the exact opposite. Those Batman movies. I'll watch them once every few years, uh, but the Marvel movies I'll watch multiple times. Really? Because like to yeah. me, the Avengers <laughs> is so boring to watch now. Like I watched the Avenger once, I loved it. I bought it today, came out and put it on. I was like, "This isn't interesting. This is like the buildup's not there. It's just it's it's a throwaway movie." That See, movie, but I watched it, Avengers when it ca- when it came out, and yeah, I was I loved like, it. Ah, "This is pretty good." Yeah. And then I watched it again a couple of months ago, and I was like. Good lord! I didn't remember how good this was. See, and maybe because I'm more of a Marvel guy as well, because I I went back and watched the Batman not long ago, and it it's good, but it was the same thing yeah. for me. I was like, man, I it's just kind of like, oh, I've seen this before. I I don't know. Oh, Ray yeah, you know gets- why you've seen it? Because all the Marvel movies <laughs> copy it. <laughs> That's why you've seen it before. Ray gets like halfway through the trilogy, like, when's Iron Man gonna yeah. show up? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep in mind. Again. 
Marvel was making the Batman movies and being successful, or I'm sorry, DC was making the Batman movies being successful while Marvel was still, they had Spider-Man, I will give them that, but they were still trying to do I Fantastic mean, Four and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, 80, and 89 Batman still, like, yeah. no one had. Well, no, no, oh, but yeah. like, no, the Batman, no, the, the way, that the, the reason that Marvel's went grittier is because DC did it and was successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, because, you know, Fantastic Four and Ray, you just rewatched those. They, they were really campy, family oh, friendly, yeah. just they like the so Spider Man, because Spider Man was all family friendly. And all of a sudden, but, DC uh, comes out with Batman, they're like, we're going to make this dark and gritty. And every Marvel movie since is dark, gritty, based in reality. But all, all of those that formula. you're talking about are all um, Sony and Universal and all that. Well, I that's because talk- Marvel didn't have, they didn't think <laughs> yeah. they had a chance. Yeah, they sold off all the rights, and then all of a sudden, you know, Disney bought them and started buying back everything. So this is not Marvel. Oh, this is all Disney copying. That was happening before. That was happening before Disney. Disney bought them uh, after. After which which movie? They Disney bought them a couple years back now. Yeah, it was Marvel. Avengers had come out. That was already. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Wait, Disney, what Disney owned them. Wait, Disney owned them by Captain America. Like they had already owned them when Captain America came Not out. Not by the first one. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, maybe Captain. I'd America. say it was around a little after. It Iron was in Man 2009. 2. Yeah, Iron yeah, Man maybe two. after Iron Man two, but I don't. They bought them in 2009. So, because um, wasn't the Captain America the first one that came out? No, Iron Man. No. Iron Man sure. was the first one. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I, okay, I would okay. say. Were there any were there any after credit scenes in the first Iron Man that like Nick Fury showed up at, at, in the first one at one point? Yeah, didn't he? he did. Well, he no, did. It, I don't it, know. It, it was it was Coulson. You know, like I need to talk to him from the strategic homeland. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it's hard, but and uh, like I said, I think Marvel was really smart. We're getting way off topic on the news, but uh, I mean they've been really smart how they built to the Avengers, and I give yeah. them a lot of credit because DC is still trying to figure out how they're going to do Justice League. Yeah, and if that'll ever happen, and like, and I and I think it was funny. I saw it was just a little meme, but it's like, you know, Marvel's like doesn't think Wonder Woman is uh, diverse enough to make a movie, and, Marvel and Marvel's like, you. here goes a talking, talking raccoon, Fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, man, I mean, but I mean, Marvel's had a lot of success, and DC really they only have Batman and Superman, but like everything else, they try to toss out, like you know, the Green Lantern. But I still say because those movies weren't good, like. When I saw the Green Lantern trailer, you just knew it was a cheese fest. Green Lantern could have been so good. Though. It could have been good, and I, I don't even think the movie was that it wasn't bad. Terrible, but it wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it's absolutely. Hard, it, it's one of those movies where like you watch it and you can watch it again, but just nothing spectacular happens. Yeah, uh, it, it's yeah. Like just the most ho hum movie ever. Exactly, and uh, yeah, it was one of those movies you're, you're waiting for something really big to happen and just to me it's uh, it was a bunch of little climaxes and well, like it was, it was never like you know th- there goes the scene the action was neutered i mean the whole scene where like he's fighting off parallax at the end was you know pretty cool but overall it was just it seemed boring yeah, yeah i agree yeah i don't i don't even remember that stuff and i actually like the idea of green lantern so yeah but space cop <laughs> exactly <laughs> so this guy Mike yeah. loves it. Yeah, but any, any alternative law enforcement, Mike is behind. <laughs> um, the law. The other Batman news. Um, Arkham oh Knights. Oh my God! Yes, Arkham Knight. Yeah, you shut up right now, Ray, because you haven't watched the trailer. I have. You I shut haven't. your mouth. It's amazing. Mike, back me up. It's it's pretty damn fancy. You're underplaying it. Fancy. I, 
I haven't been this excited about a game trailer in a long time. And it's time. so dumb because so Shaq Fu. It's <laughs> <laughs> Shaq Fu too. It's a pre rendered CG trailer. It shows you nothing about the gameplay. <laughs> exactly. But it is like Yes. But the thing is like even the trailer it looks so good and I know the the uh, capability of the PS4 and the Xbox One of what it can look like during gameplay. Um, I don't know if it was TJ or Dusty t- saying it, but at the 360, I uh, can't even handle the driving mechanics that they're going to have in the game when you when you uh, get behind the wheel of the Batmobile. Yeah, because that's the big the big news is you're going to actually supposed to be able to drive the Batmobile is going to be a big part. You're actually going to drive it. The design of the Batmobile looks amazing. It, it, it's it, like it, an F1 Formula car. It, with it armor. looks like a Formula One car uh, mixed with a monster truck. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but and it doesn't. But it's going to come out this year, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, which is a pretty big deal as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a good flagship for this year for the first year of the console. October is probably the. I was guesstimated. so happy. You know, it, it's October 14th. I believe. That is for sure. Yeah. Okay. Because unless they, they do push release, it back. if they do release a Batman game, it's usually always in October. And a little bit of uh, information, if you, and this is no plug at all, but if you pre-order it right now at GameStop, you get a awesome poster. Yeah, it's five dollars down, you get an awesome. It's poster. first come, first serve. It's a collage of uh, I don't know, maybe a hundred different Batman uh, comics covers. Yeah, uh, covers uh, making a really cool design to celebrate seventy-five years of Batman. I got one. Wow, it's super cool, yeah, man. So. I was gonna say, I feel like you guys have already. Pre-ordered. I will. I, well, I haven't done I it yet. It. I'm actually going to try and do it this week. No, do it the next, like tomorrow. Hopefully, do it as soon as possible yeah. because it, it looks it, really. It's cool. a limited run. Is this only for PS4? Well, no, if no. you just pre-order the game, it's no, for, I mean, it's for next-gen systems. So uh, right, okay, it, it's, it's yeah. worth to go put five dollars down and get it, and then cancel it and get your five dollars back. Because you, get we do not five. endorse that either. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse that because you know what? <laughs> F GameStop. Anyway, <laughs> when we come back. The action starts because this is our action adventure where we're going to talk about the best shootouts in movies. We're going to talk about the best action stars. Yeah, so uh, eat your double bowl of dynamite, <laughs> cock your guns, and take your two flush mega shit. But while we sound. take this break, we're going to make Ray and David watch the uh, Batman trailer. You should do the same. This is Nerds Who Get Laid. We'll be right back. Out. Firefights. That's the topic that we're going to come on with this segment. Welcome back to Nerds Get Laid Sometimes. 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 No, 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 no. no. You you guys. This is just me right now. This is me by myself. Oh, excuse us. Sorry. Anyway, you know who we are. You've been listening. So, as we said, this is an action-packed adventure of stories. And what we're going to do is uh, we sat down and we were talking about the best firefights in movies period now like in uh backdraft backdraft <laughs> period uh so thank you anyway no but we talked about some of the best movies that have been out that had just great gunplay uh realism i think played a really good i mean not in all of these 
uh, one of these is like so far out of realism. A bunch but, of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's some that are like just packed in like with really just good gunplay, good storylines, and a lot of it leads up to the buildup of why we like it, and we'll give you those reasons. Uh, but without further ado, adieu. we're going to kick it off. Now, these are not in any order at all, so the last one has no more... Revelance. Well, I, I will say there's a few that are probably a little higher up. Yeah, but but these are just our yeah. favorites. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. more about those. Yeah, we d- we didn't uh, come down. We didn't say okay, this is the last one. This is the first one. This we is just definitive. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, more just like these are all movies that we love. And actually, there's some that other people haven't seen in this one. But we're just we're taking people's words. <laughs> uh, we're gonna believe you. Yeah, we're gonna re- you know I believe. So to lead it off, we're gonna start with probably Charlie Sheen's uh, best movie, uh, Navy Seals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't give Charlie uh, Sheen the, the the credit, old Charlie, that he deserves. But this one, uh, when it comes to being an action part, I remember as a kid just watching it and just loving every minute of it. Platoon. <laughs> no, but surprisingly not. Uh, Platoon. Hearts. Uh, no, hearts. Hot Shots Part Due. The Kill Counter. War. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one came from TJ, who can't be with us tonight because of his uh, His gay honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) With the blaze. His gunny moon. (laughs) 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 Sounds even worse. Terrible. But when when he wrote it, uh, we we have a group message that we kind of you know toss ideas back and forth, and I said, TJ, you know, do you have any ideas? And and most of his ideas were pretty much on par where we are. And he threw that one. I was damn it, TJ, that's golden, because I would have never thought of this one. Because if you remember, uh, you know, Charlie's scene, he's like shooting up everything, and he he's badass with his shirt off, and he got this big ass gun, and it start it has the counter at the bottom, and just starts racking him up, and it's like you know more kills and Rambo, more, more <laughs> kills than this. And, oh, yeah. Bloodiest yeah. movie yeah, ever. Blood. <laughs> and it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's so funny, and at the same time, actually, I wouldn't say it's action-packed. Best Mr. Bean movie ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just, I loved it so much as a kid, and even to this day, uh, I can't say the movies are as as solid. Come now. on, <laughs> like the rocket launcher that's just a mallet, a spring loaded mallet. <laughs> oh yeah, or the uh, or this it's just a boxing <laughs> glove on the telescoping. Yeah. Uh, uh, isn't there a chicken in there somewhere as well? Uh, like, are, are you are you serious? <laughs> I think there's a chicken. That was on the cover. Is there a chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uses it as an arrow. That's yeah. right. That's right. And his knife is also a chainsaw. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have, yeah. Unfortunately, I have never seen this movie. What? Really? Oh, listen, just listen. Put down your microphone. You're done, man. You're it's edi- been it's been so only. long that I've since I've seen it. So oh, you guys disgust me. Ray, <laughs> as homework, I literally. Well, it, I'm going to give you don't one week. This up. I was ni- I was it was in 1993, so I was like 13 years old. My mom, perfect. My parents hated this kind of stuff, so. I just never saw this one. They hated slapstick. Yeah, yeah. They, they oh, hated, yeah. They hated oh, funny yeah. movies. Yeah. Laughing's what the devil does. Entertainment. That's for those seculars. All right. Ray, what's next on the list, sir? Next on the list, we have um, the uh, Red Rider BB uh, gun scene from yes. Christmas Story. Christmas That's Story. a good one. Action no, um, packed. Next, we have uh, Fifth Element. 
Now this was a uh, this was one David, of David's pick. David and I, mean, I, I agree with one. him. This is a good one. So David set it up for us. Defend yourself. The opera scene where the blue lady is giving this whatever she is. The is blue giving squid this, lady. The blue yeah. squid lady is giving this just. I this think she's called an alien. An alien. <laughs> the blue squid alien <laughs> is giving this crazy opera scene, and it's kind of like that slow mo matrixy kind of feel. But there's this gunfight going back and forth as she's singing. And it's just kind of epic in the background when, when that's overlaid over it. It's just a cool scene. Yeah. What do you I, think? I mean, I I love that scene. I thought it was um, I thought it was really good. That movie isn't one that I've uh, watched recently. It's been a while since it's I been watched a while, that. and I keep thinking I should watch this movie again. But yeah, like with, with the whole opera thing going on in the background and and the fight going on. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. really good. It's one of the few things from the movie that I definitely remember. You don't remember yeah. Chris Tucker? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. Listen, unfortunately, I do Tucker? remember Chris Tucker. <laughs> but no. Uh, no, Coleman Dallas, man. Come on, Coleman. Yeah, we can grab here. Coleman Dallas, come on. Yeah, I, actually, I think about that movie from time to time. Surprisingly, I always think of the opening scene where he's sitting there eating food and then it, it backs away. And it, it turned out, that he, you know, the. Uh, trolley or you know the ship that pulls up and you can order food because uh, what goes to my mind is like that is so illogical the the pull up and only they serve one customer at a time because <laughs> <laughs> like if, you're, sit- awesome, if, though. if yeah. you're sitting there eating that slow because i mean he's just sitting there like haphazardly eating his noodles I don't know, maybe it's like five hundred dollars a meal <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i don't know what the the price is so yeah, for all I know, maybe that guy is the most well-paid man in Fifth Element. He's but, the richest <laughs> man in the world. But, I mean, that movie was a, a great movie, and there was some good action scenes. Oh, and I, yeah. And I do remember. Very iconic. Yeah. Because yeah. that was such a good play of, of music with action, and they, they twisted it so well. Um, I love that movie. I love Fifth and Element. Gary Oldman's in it. Gary, and Gary oh, the, yeah. one of the most underrated. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. But You'll the, have to the Gary Oldman podcast. Gary Oldman's very yeah. underrated. Like the guy he's doesn't versatile. get the respect. Yeah, very versatile. Yeah. He's been like he he's the Bob Dylan of movies. Yeah. He's just everywhere. He, he is. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't okay. either. Negative. I'll let you have that one. I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> he's so weird now. He's uh, he's so weird and like 95% He's never movie. played a normal person. He, uh, I think Commissioner like, Gordo. Commissioner Gordo is his most straight-laced. Yeah. yeah. Besides that, he's Doing something awkward. I, I, lo- I love his priceless face when the bat, the bat uh, mobile like turns into like rocket mode. He's like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. oh I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know that was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I act. Is I tell my emotions like I'm angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fifth element. That's yeah, a good. That was a good. That's a good scene. That was definitely a good. A good. Not uh, to mention uh, those guns were like. Uh, a twelve-year-old's wet dream. It's a net wancha and a flame floa. <laughs> exactly. And it's a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty yeah. much anything you want it and to it, be. It self-destructs too. <laughs> for when bad guys get it. <laughs> yeah, because like your your buddy picks up the gun, like no, it's gonna self-destruct. Yeah. I got you. I got you, my flame floa. <laughs> All right. What's next? On next, we have uh, Boondock Saints. The ambush scene. Um, well, we kind of went back and forth. Uh, I think Boondock Saints is uh, filled with just very great gunplay, iconic scenes. Um, yes. The scene that I was thinking about is uh, where I, I can't. Is this a grand? Is it their uncle, their it's, grandpa? It's I, their father. It's their father. 
God. You learn later, right? Damn. Yeah. That that shows you how long. And it's he's spoiler just a, alert. Yeah. He's just a freaking Nate. monster. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, because you know they show up there and they're like, you know, there must have been nine or ten guys and and you know, uh, William Defoe and his, William Defoe is his a chewing damn the scenery. Yeah. Yes. He's like his one guy, and it, I mean, it's just this badass dude with a vest full of guns, <laughs> just <laughs> blowing them away. Uh, so. Just beautifully paced. I mean, just the way to do it with the uh, the classic music that goes yes. on. Yes, there yeah. was a fire fight. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that actually that's the exact scene that because isn't from. Willem Dafoe? He's a detective. Yeah, he's, he's dancing he's around. At, and yeah, he's narrating like, because and he's that music. Yeah. No, that oh. was the air duct scene. Uh, the uh, the ambush between them and El Duce were later. You're correct. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I am correct. But yeah, he like he listens to the. Uh, you know the the classical music, and he yeah. waves yeah. his hands around, and he just the, it, literally that movie was a piece of bubble gum, and he just chewed the scenery with it because like that's all he does. But he did it so well. Now yeah. Mike and I believe Ray actually they they more were going for the one where they accidentally fall of the air vents. Yeah, which they, I love that scene with the, with the Russian yeah. um, mafia mob people and everything. They fall through, and which is a great like, scene. I mean, what the hell's going on? And then they just shoot everyone up. Yeah, yeah, I. I, I I think both of those scenes are great, great, great gunfights, great yeah. firefights. Um, and I mean that's a that's just a good movie. In all general. the way, all the way through, it's just a good movie. Oh yeah, I mean, if you want just great firefights, great acting. I mean, the movie's solid through and through. Because there's some movies that have like you know there's these key action points that you kind of suffer through other stuff just to get to these great parts no there, yeah there's so much good in this in yeah. these and that film uh boondock saints because uh, even little the bartender thing, yeah it, or i mean he's or when they're just hanging out at home and someone punches the table and it the gun goes off no, and shoots the cat, cat. i do that Gosh. is actually my favorite because it's just a couple guys sitting around getting drunk, <laughs> having a dog, good old time, <laughs> and then they accidentally shoot the cat. Shoot the girlfriend's cat. Yeah, they like, can't even just have a good. T- they're gonna yeah. shoot something. Yeah, <laughs> it's that Boondock Saints is su- such an underrated movie, and I think it's actually kind of came into its own where most people give it its proper it's due. It's becoming now. a cult. It's, yeah. it's yeah. a cult phenomenon. It's, absolutely. No. But uh, you know, when it came out, it was one of those movies like you, you, you know, have you ever seen Boondock Saints? No, no, I've never you heard. You passed around the uh, the DVD or the VHS. Yeah, at the time when yeah. It came you out. have to see it. Well, I, re- I remember when I showed Allison the movie, and I'll, I mean, she's a girl, and she loved it. She she just loved the film. Yeah. Um, well, it and was it's r- religious focused. <laughs> 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 well, she loved the killing and the killing of cats. And no, I'm just kidding. Let's just um, take a second, yeah. a moment of silence for the horrible sequel that they gave us. Yeah. I never watched it. I, I, I did not watch it. It was I more it lame than bad. That's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same dude? Yeah, but Sean Patrick Flannery has not aged well. Yeah, it it was. Norman Reedus looks exactly the same. I don't even think I could. I finished it. It was just so bad. But I think first it's on Netflix. It, it had no relevance of the first movie. It was one yeah. of the, it was an it was a, a sequel for the sake. Exactly, it Cash was a grab. movie that had a kind of you know found traction. It became uh, a cult classic. Yeah, that people and they're, wanted. They're like, let's make make a, a sequel to it. Yeah, and it really had no need. Just yeah, that seemed like the worst idea because there's no need. It's also funny because the uh, the baddest dude El Duce is a, a British comedian, or a, I think he's actually Scottish or Welsh. Yeah, really. Yeah, Interesting. Bill, Billy Connolly. He was also a, the uh, sergeant in Last Samurai. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Oh. I love wow. The Last Samurai. That's weird. But that's another story. All right, what's yeah. up next on the list? Up next, Judge Dredd, the remake, the recent one. I just watched this movie. It's called Dread. Yeah, just Dread. Good point. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Mike. No uh, judge. Just, uh, just watch this movie myself. Double Ds, double Ds. And I have to say that the scene that we're uh, talking about specifically is the slow-mo scene where there's two druggies. They walk into the room. They buy their drugs, and they're sitting in the corner getting high. And Judge Dredd and his partner. Does anybody remember the partner's name by I chance? Don't I don't. I want to say Hershey, but that was that was Diane Lane <laughs> from the first movie. Oh, I love Diane Lane. Anyway, uh, they knock on the door. Of course, they get resistance, so they kick in. So they bust in the door, and they start shooting everything up. And these junkies are seeing everything in slow-mo. So it goes from hyperspeed to ultra-slow-mo. And the thing that I still love is the one guy who is seeing everything in slow-mo is so messed up, but yet he still pulls his gun out and tries <laughs> to shoot. Like, it's it's just one of those scenes I was watching, and I'm loving it. And I'm like, why is he doing this? Why are you doing There's not a chance in the world. <laughs> but uh, Judge Dredd, or I'm sorry, Dredd, is uh, probably – it was such a good movie, and I don't think it got the the justice served that it, it deserves. No, I thought it was a great remake. I I actually thought it was better than the first. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, I mean, I say one. I liked it better than the first, but I was not. I don't know. I was not like excited about it or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, the first one was so fantastic, and and as, as an, I would say, fantastic uh than fantastic, but. I don't. Know. I always kind of take Carl Urban with a grain of salt, uh, but I think what it had going for it is it was very realistic with futuristic elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime you do that, like like, like throw realism into something, for some reason, it just makes it ten times better. Well, that's saying I, I didn't think it was overacted, and it w- wasn't this crazy over the top story. They they kept yeah. it pretty grounded. I mean. You know, overpopulation, so they build these giant, you know, skyscrapers, mega cities, mega scrapers. Yeah, and and it ma- <laughs> it had it made semi sense for dot com. Yeah, yeah, for the near future, yeah, like you know, penis. we have too many people, so this is how we will expand out and still be able to, you know, house people. And so here goes this this one mega city that is being ran by drug lords, but there's so many that that you know they're under policed. That was one of the things I liked that they were like. We can't answer all the calls. Pick the one you want to pick. Exactly. He he's like and you know we'll out of hundred percent, we can only you know take twenty percent, which is very you know it's a very honest feel. Uh, I think the movie was well played. It, it's I actually, thought so too. I thought it was great. That movie is what I thought the new RoboCop should have been. And I, and I actually and I will say I did enjoy the new RoboCop, but that movie had the hyper violence that was needed for what RoboCop yeah. should have had. Um, it's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, watch it. There's some great. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. yeah, it is on Netflix. Now RoboCop was only PG-13, right? Exactly. And, See, and, and that's, that was that's the difference. The new, and we've talked about this, and we, we don't. But the new RoboCop was a good movie. I didn't think it was bad, but it lacked the balls that Dread had. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I mean, I think the the art of a rated R movie is lost. It's well, it's they want money, and yeah, they if want, you're rated yeah. R, it's such a risk. Because, you know, when you throw PG-13 on it, anybody can go see it. So teenagers can jump in, kids. Oh, if yeah. you throw yeah, R on it. If they're bubblegum money yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You throw R on it and you automatically lose, you know, almost 50% of what your money could be. So it yeah. has to be 
you have to have a very strong appeal uh, to be successful. And there's movies that do it all the time. I oh, mean, yeah. You know, like, look at 300. That was a classic action movie. Hard R. And, you know, it was, and they're making a sequel because of that. Is so. the, is Rise of an Empire, is that PG-13? or is it No, R? it's R. It's yeah, R. Yeah, I, I quite good. enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was good. Well, I mean, I don't, how bad could it be? Yeah. yeah. All right, what's next on the list? Next on the list, we have the movie No Country for Old Men. Good one. Yeah. The scene Overall, a fantastic movie. Yeah, the scene in particular is right after, uh, I think it was Llewellyn Moss, uh, Josh Brolin's character uh, gets out of the hotel and Javier Bardem's character, Anton Chigurh, is ambushing him from an alley. And it's just uh, them back and forth with uh, shotguns and Uzis, diving diving behind vehicles. Uh, it's just it's so intense. It and I'm gonna use this, these words a lot. Visceral. It just it, it felt so real, like you were holding the guns themselves. Uh, am Am I wrong, or was there a part in that scene where they're like just shooting through the walls of the hotel room, or do they hear something through the hotel room? Uh, there it's was been a little well, while. Since there I've was seen a them. scene. Where he goes to investigate a room that Llewellyn was staying in, gotcha. And there were two cartel guys in there, and okay. one was shot through a, a shower. Oh, okay, curtain. that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, okay, yeah. But that movie so. in general, there are very few movies that do this. But they just give you the road was another one. It just gives you this over the road was arching great. just sense of dread, yeah, just yeah. of stress. Oh, yeah, absolutely. and that's one of because because and, and these kind of movies, a Coen brother movie specifically. You never know, you know, what's going to happen. You know, there's no guarantees. No character is permanent. Yeah. Well, and that movie leaves you with that feeling at the end, like you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I usually hate endings like that. Yeah. But it just wrapped it up so well, and you end up kind of finding out that, you know, uh, Josh Brolin's character isn't even the main character. Tommy Lee Jones is. Yeah. You know, it's his story of how he can't even. Uh, I guess crime has outgrown him you know he's from an older generation and yeah. it's just out of his control now i i love the ending of that movie how because i know that we've talked got about a lot of heat i know the for the ending, ending. and i know me and we've talked before with um mike about endings that aren't like definite man just tommy lee jones sitting there and i i don't even remember the whole the whole monologue he gives them he but was, it's he was beautiful. talking about he was a dream a, that he had he was in a dream and he was sitting down at a fire in the middle of a snowy field and his father comes up and talks yeah to him. it was just such a because it had no point but it meant everything no absolutely time. absolutely and and that's what what i got out of it like oh man that was so good but yeah the the actual gunfight in that movie um, that we were talking about is yeah, such they a had good. It was rad. There were some great guns in that movie. Period. Oh yeah, yeah. just that silent shotgun was so <laughs> crazy. Or <laughs> yes. his uh, uh, Shigur's like like a cow punch. He uses his yes. like oh, mat, yeah. his pneumatic. The air, punch. the air thing. Yeah. Oh man, Listen that here, that's the thing I always remember about that movie. Him just like well, it was just he had such a weird haircut and he looked so unsettling. One of the best characters, probably one of the best villains in a long time that that came out. For he it. just. He embodied just pure evil. Like that, he exactly. didn't care. That year, yeah, we he got, just had no care. We got no country for old men, and there will be blood. It was the same. Good year. lord, that was a good year for movies. And, Two good movies, and I think it had a specific impact on me because it was one of the few movies I went and saw by myself in the theater. Yeah, and there were maybe two other people in there. It was an afternoon oh, nice. showing. It was, it was amazing. I always love Imagine. it when that happens. All right. All right. So the next, the, the next gunfight we're going to talk about is from the uh, 
the movie Rambo from 2008. Yes. This is another one that uh, that David was really into. But uh, he brought it up, and we all said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That end scene with that 50 cal on the back of that truck is ridiculous. Just blowing people away. I mean, cutting turns, those dudes in half. Yeah. Chunky <laughs> salsa is what they turn those <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Brutal, I think. Yeah. So brutal. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. El, yeah. El Paso salsa <laughs> does not even stand a chance to what he turned those gentlemen into. Too thin. Too thin. Yeah, too yeah. thin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally want some meat. Oh, here it goes. Ray's watching it. Everything we watched, Ray watches a YouTube trailer of it. Yeah, I'm seeing the back of his laptop, so I missed yeah, that. Yeah, you're missing the whole show. I have but the yeah. best seat in the house. Oh, uh, it's so, so, so <laughs> that movie. bloody and gory. Yeah. And almost yeah. like. It's like Hot Shots Part Two, you know, like the body yeah. count, like bloodiest yeah, movie th- ever. That, exactly. that was the uh, realization of the bloodiest <laughs> movie. Yeah. ever. just like the blood spray and everything. Yeah. It seemed like oh, some yeah. kind of like indie film or cult film or something instead of like it's very a Kill major. Bill. Yeah, yeah. I so ultra violent. I wouldn't call this major. This is this is almost an independent film. Was it? Yeah. It was. Very, yeah. yeah, it was very low key. Um, but the the level of violence and yeah. the just he gets in the back of that gun. He's just so pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, and you couldn't so help mad. but as a a a movie watcher, you're just like, get it, yeah, do it, yeah. You're yeah. just yeah. kind of just holding your breath the entire movie, yeah. just waiting. Well, because he didn't just want to watch much. everyone explode. Well, well, he's just old and pissed off the, movie, the whole yeah, movie. It was so low key, and in the end of it, he's just he like. Just, Time to I'm, kill. I'm done. Like you said, uh, yeah. killing's as easy as breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that scene. And he single-handedly murders an entire like <laughs> <Yeah>. platoon country. <laughs> yeah. He just orphanizes the whole area. Man, yeah, that's a good one. No, that that was a a really good one. Um, the next one we had on the list was Inglorious Bastards. Another good one. The uh, theater scene uh, yeah. at the very end and. I you know Tarantino has such a good uh, job. Of, he does hyper violence, but does it so well. And in that movie, you can't help but to cheer because he takes all the the world's realistic you know super villains like Hitler and and everybody that helped him, and they and he puts it in a theater, and of course they light it on fire, they're locked in, yeah. And then he takes some of the main characters, and they just stand up. With Uzis and start plugging rounds into the crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you can't Nazis help but to just celebrate the death of Nazis. You, yeah. And you know, I can't really say it's a firefight, but it's just one of those movie scenes where you watch it and you just love it. It's such a good payoff. I will say one of my favorite things that came out of this film was the amount of people that were like that thought this was like real. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, there were so many people that thought that this was like based on actual <laughs> events. I can't believe that's how Hitler died. I just like exactly, exactly. I, I just we like the terrorists. I like it's a bingo. That was that guy was my favorite. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. What's his name? His, his name is Chris something. Chris. Yeah. His his name escapes me right now, but he's the he, same guy from. Django. I always I always think he's Tim Roth. Because I think they look so similar, and and Tarantino likes both of them yeah. so much. But he is beautiful. It was Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Gosh. Christoph Waltz, and he's so good in that movie. Just the, the he was great, and and uh, Django Unchained. Yes. Oh yeah, really good. Yeah, but uh, he's just an amazing actor. He does such a great. He's such a good villain, but at the same time, you like him. Oh yeah. 
he has he has charisma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you, you want to know him. You want to sit there and you know, excellent. You know, like he, <laughs> yeah. he, he he's a bad foreigner. Tell he's me about someone, tell me about Jew hunting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the type of guy that you would run into at an IHOP in in Orlando at like three a.m. Dressed in an argyle sweater. <laughs> yeah, you know, you be you would be like completely wasted, and he'd be stone coast sober, but want to talk to you because he's just that happy to be there. Yeah, beautiful. And he would murder you. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he would. Yeah. He's he's just a good. He plays that bad guy really well. But uh, that, that scene. Go, yeah. yeah in the especially with the 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 punch guns. That they use for the uh, th- for the guards where he's uh, serving oh, the, I serving love the, <laughs> the the champagne to the guard and just punch that guns him into the face. Oh, and oh the, yeah. I slow motion, yeah. other guy running, just like full out running. It's from a Superman punch. Yeah, yeah it, it is so good. Gunner. I think that's Ugh. my favorite gun I want from a punch gun WW2 period because uh, that's a real gun. Which that, gun? The, the punch gun. That's a real oh, gun yeah, yeah. from... World War Two, and that really existed. People really had that, and they would punch oh, you yeah. and kill you. Oh, there were a few interesting guns. Like there was a uh, there was a Nazi belt buckle that was a gun, and then and then uh, I think it was the GM headlamp division dropped these over uh, France, uh, southern France, but they were called Liberators, and they were just one shot forty fives that oh, were gosh. made to kill a German and take his MP forty submachine gun. And hmm. it's the name Liberator. Because yeah. you think you have a giant metal spoke that you're punching someone. That's already going to really mess a, them up. It's basically a zip gun, just a homemade yeah. gun. And yeah. then once you punch them and you're already knocking them out, it shoots them. Uh, <laughs> they did something very similar pretty in crazy. The, uh, the movie Munich. Oh, I love Munich. Yeah, Never saw the, that. Uh, the, uh, that lady, the Danish assassin or whatever she yeah. was, they had those uh, those like weird zip guns. They just kind of popped the end of it and shot her in the chest. Yeah. So good. If you have not watched Munich, do yourself a favor and watch that. It's a beautiful, yeah. I would recommend that. Beautiful it's, it's movie. It's a Spielberg movie. It really? is really. Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. Based so. on true story. Yeah. He 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 compiled all his all his Jewish hate into one movie. <laughs> but besides yeah. uh, his other besides E. T. <laughs> <laughs> but right. it was a really good movie. What's next on the, the list? The next one that we have. Um, let's see. We got three more left. Um, the Matrix. The lobby scene. The lobby scene. I think. I think. Um, it doesn't. I mean, get as much far more. as sci-fi films go, uh, iconic. Period. Yeah. It created a John. John. Subculture of yeah. How to do l- those those kind of things. how many films are we so tired of seeing that three sixty slow mo yeah thing of now yeah. from that movie Shrek. <laughs> Because as the pillars are exploding and they're running in between, oh, gosh, and I mean, yeah. it's and that just... music that's playing. Yeah. Gosh. The, the Matrix period is... The first Matrix. Absolutely. I will not defend the trilogy, but the first Matrix is so full of just iconic imagery that you just can't get away from. Yeah. And that scene in the lobby... That's one of them. When yeah. he walks through the metal detectors, it's just... <laughs> It's just it that that ignites the, that's the, the the start of the TNT explosion because it just gets bigger and bigger, and you can't help but just sit there as a, as a man and smile because yeah. it's just pure action. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I love it. Um, 
And The Matrix is just a movie that you can rewatch. It, it has so much rewatchability, and, and I only watch that movie every couple of years. So, it's, I mean, if you watch it every every month, I'm sure it gets boring. But yeah, um, it, those scenes it's to this still day, so good. they they hold up. They don't. Yeah. You, they don't look cheesy. You don't. You watch see why it. so many people have copied it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they had such a good eye for that stuff. That that was oh that was Stylized. so good. Yeah. That that was that was style. Yeah. Like you you know they that was a that was the feline. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. The best style there is. I mean yeah. But no, that whole scene when they go in there and just the guns that they had in those movies, the gun play that they gave to you. They get to go in that room and just pick what guns they want and then just love that. You know. Gosh. I'm not even a gun nut, but like when they when they get loaded into the program and they all these gun shells start swinging past. Well, they look cool. I like yeah. a gun that looks cool. I mean, that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't care how powerful. I don't it is. care how what it does. I just want it to look cool. I just want a cool looking gun. Uh, yeah. Matrix, hands down, has one of the most iconic. Like the that is probably the the best gunfire. But I mean the 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 original scene where. Uh, Neo does, you know, he bends Originally backwards, does dodging. the backwards dodge. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Probably the most iconic dodging bullet scene that you can think of. I've yeah. seen that so many times. S- and since. not affiliated with the movie. It's just there, that scene. Yeah. It's just yeah. all over everything. Exactly. And it's been, par- I mean, I think I've, I think I've mentioned this before, but we have a friend, Shauna, and back in 2007, 2008, so almost a f- complete, a full decade after the movie came out, we showed this to her. And she was not impressed at all because it had been copied so many times yeah, yeah. that yeah. It, it, it was like standard cinema now. She's like, well, it was okay. But I knew well uh, well and good that if she saw that when it came out, she'd be blown away. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely. You show that to a kid nowadays, they'd be like, meh. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen I see that, that on my video There's, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's not that impressive. Yeah, yeah. Max Payne, Bullet Time. Yeah, no, <laughs> it they, you know what? That's where they got it from. Yeah, absolutely, young punk, and it's still great. Um, the next one we have is from the Western Unforgiven, and this was one of my absolute for favorites. Um, but mostly because of the setup to the last scene. Where they're in the uh, the saloon, the whole entire time, um, Gene Hackman's been talking to the to um, to well, Gene Hackman's character, Little Bill, has been talking to this writer um, about all these stories in the westerns and everything, and how they're like their stories, they're like kind of tall tales. Um, and Clint Eastwood has been Bill uh, Money has been. Uh, made out to be this like a really 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 badass guy and you're kind of led to believe that it's all just tall tales and then in the end it pays off it it pays off it's just like badass he walks in with a double barrel shotgun shoots a guy the second the second Doesn't shotgun shoot a guy he shoots the bar owner. the bar owner yeah yeah who unarmed who owns this uh, this bar because yeah. my friend's sitting outside shoots him blows him away goes to shoot um Gene Hackman's character misfire, yeah, and all hell breaks loose after that, and he takes care of business. It's, it's such a good. It's a, to me, it's a it's a good. It's a standoff. Yeah, classic standoff where they they're standing there. Eastwood has the gun. It's pointed, and nobody wants to move because this guy is just a. But stick it's also of dynamite. It's right cl- yeah, it's Clint Eastwood against a posse, a yeah. full. Oh, yeah. Well, armed posse. To, they're getting ready to go find him. Yeah. 
he walks in on a group of people that are getting ready <laughs> and making a game plan to go find it. That, that, it, it makes it funny because they're sitting there. You know, he's like, yeah, it's a two-drink minimum tonight because we're getting up tomorrow. We're going to go find this asshole. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you hear this click, and then, like, everybody slowly looks over, and there goes the asshole. There's the guy they're, they're yeah. looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I know, just love you see the shotgun first. Like, you yeah. just see a back a back yeah. you know shot of just that shotgun in the it's, background it's a beautiful payoff and uh, eastwood yeah. is such an old bastard that yeah. you just you believe every word of it because like he, he blows the guy the guy away that owns the thing yeah and he's they, like, they're like you cowards you just blew away a, a unarmed man and he said he, he decorated yeah he shouldn't have decorated <laughs> his <laughs> place with my friend yeah he just yeah. Blew, such you a know. good line then later he's like any man that doesn't want to die Better go out the back door, and everyone <laughs> that's still them. alive gets up and leaves. Yeah, no, he. Uh, yeah, well, just the idea of that. It's not about how good you are; it's about how calm and relaxed you can remain. That's yeah. yeah. That was mostly yeah. what it was. Yeah, because he was just he was just cool and collected. He pours as, that drink. And just pours. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. gets some blown people away. Man. Pours himself a shot of drink. But yeah, that was that's one of my favorites. To I cover get up the poop. I get smell. it. Yeah. <laughs> That shit very, myself. Very rich. How badass I was, I'd poop myself. <laughs> All right, what's next on the, the list? The last one we have is the Ooh. movie Heat. All right, this is me and Mike, I think, are in agreement that to us, I think arguably it's the number one. It, arguably, but it, it, it has it, to be. The bank high scene is the entire movie is so good and there's not much action to it, and then this happens. No, I the, disagree because it opens with a pretty epic action scene that sets the pace for the whole movie but the payoff at the end with the bang scene i'm sorry but it's it, it has it's little spurts of action yeah. i mean it's it's so good and so realistic that yes uh they show they show the scene in marine basic training and say when val because there's a scene where val kilmer drops a magazine and then pops another one in it's like if you cannot uh change a magazine as fast as this actor then you do not need to be in the Marines. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah it, it's heavily based in realism. Uh, the movie was so realistic that uh, a true bank robbery happened. Yeah, these, guy, these guys were uh, hopped up on barbiturates, uh, dressed in body armor with uh, AKs man, with uh, seen, drum I've magazines, seen, oh. and then robbed a bank and then had a giant shootout with the cops. What? I've seen videos yeah, of this. That's yeah. when cops started carrying assault rifles because the shotguns and 9mm they had wouldn't pierce their body armor. And yeah, those were. guys were shot like eight or nine times anyway because they were so high on pain pills they oh. couldn't feel it. Yeah, that, that, oh. that, that was, was a, mid nineties. Yeah, that was um, was it like L.A. or something? It was L.A. Yeah. LA. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they 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 got inspired they from Robo. watching this movie. They just needed RoboCop there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, your move creeps, <laughs> <laughs> creepo. But no, the uh, the movie that is probably some of the best gunfire you'll see the. The realism, the shots, very realistic, it's so loud too. Yeah, it's so yes. loud. And uh, tearing up uh, vehicles because they're hiding for cover. Val Kilmer in that movie because I love it because like pretty much everyone's in the car. You got Tom Sizemore, is it Sizemore? Yeah, and then yeah, uh, Tom Sizemore, and then uh, you got De Niro. They're all sitting there, they're thinking, get away. And Val Kilmer's walking to the car. He even has a smirk on his face, and this bus pulls half a foot up too far, and he sees a guy standing there with a gun. And doesn't just, think twice and just yeah, pulls just up and pulls unloads. Up. Yeah. And I mean, just, and from there, roller coaster ride is fire shots. Just, All hell yeah. breaks loose. The breaks loose. I don't, 
I don't know how long that scene actually is, but it feels like probably 20 minutes. It's f- probably about five minutes. It feels yeah. so long. because it, it Oh, it's so yeah. good. But it draws off in realism because I guarantee you in a firefight like that, you feel like it's going forever. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and that's what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. It's so beautifully executed. Um and just like everything that they have about it, even Al Pacino's not even overacting in the scene. No, so, yeah. <laughs> um, if yeah, if you have not watched Heat, I, I will pre-warn you that the movie I think clocks in almost at three hours. It's what? a any Michael Mann movie. You're it's, you're investing at least two hours. It's it's a longer movie, but it has so many good payoffs from the very beginning. Uh, the opening uh, heist and then how it builds. It's an absolute classic, though. Yeah, it is, and because it's it's pro- I think it, if not the first uh, the first well executed where you have Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in the same scene. And nowadays that's not a big deal because they've they've done a couple of crap movies since then. But this movie was the high enough caliber that brought them together. And if you ever heard the uh, scene of Al Pacino says she got a big ass, it's from that movie. Okay. Because uh, Pacino as a detective. Uh, I think only me and you know that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, if there's, I've, I've ran into other people that know that quote. Um, we're just hanging out with Hi, the old man. My name's Derek. Uh, listen to my Al Pacino quote. You got a big ass. <laughs> you got a big ass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, to me, is probably – the number one firefight you can think of. It's 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 the gunfight, modern gunfight. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, that's our gunfight. Boom! Thank you. Done. All right, so like always, I just want to give a big thank you to David for showing up and helping out. No problem. Thanks for being here. We enjoyed you. Or thanks for having yeah. us. You Maybe. did very good, sir, uh, for thanks. your first time. First podcast. It was a good yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Ray, your old news. No <laughs> <laughs> really cares about you guys. <laughs> old news. That's the They've first. They've been around. Yeah. Ray hasn't heard that in a while. Because it's usually <laughs> ancient. <laughs> <laughs> old oh. Man Ray. That is my favorite part of the podcast. I mean, Old Man Ray. <laughs> old it Man Ray. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, not not any of our nerd-based related information <laughs> or topics. I just it's like Old Ray Man old. Ray. Not of any of the valid information that we can give out. <laughs> is there valid information? <laughs> there oh, is not. <laughs> N- none of our highly subjective uh, nerd-fueled opinions. Yeah. It's that Ray is <laughs> old. People love hearing you get made fun of for your old age, old man. I know, I know. Um, I mean, he does talk about Marvel too. That I mean, he does. I like that. <laughs> I like that. And he does have that chair that that helps that squeaks stairs every time. <laughs> this is how old Ray is. He just rewatched the original uh, Fantastic Four movies in hopes that it would be good again. <laughs> he he I has, really did watch those. They were. Oh, he has such bad old man brain that he forgot how <laughs> bad they were because i tried to warn him they haven't aged well and he was like eh, they, they haven't have. aged well but they weren't good to begin with exactly when, well, when actually, did those come out 2004 i think so i think you're yeah. right I'm gonna look it up real quick. it's so Yoki. weird to me that that's old yeah, yeah. it's a 10, 10 years, years old 10 years Two, 2005 and 
Probably 2007, 2008. I don't see the second I'm so oh, yeah, old. Yeah, 2007. 2005 and 2007. Ray's so old, he has Christ's beeper number. <laughs> I graduated in 98 from high school. That's so weird. God, what are you like? 34? Old man Herringer. I'm old. Oh, he's yeah. older than old me. Old man. He's younger than me. <laughs> yeah, I think you take care of yourself. <laughs> it's called hel- it's called it's called healthy living. Healthy living. Yeah. David looks yeah. like he's uh, uh, a spry twenty two, and Mike <laughs> looks like he's like uh, Mike uh, looks forty, a dying forty. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to have to forklift stuff my fat body into my grave at a ripe age of forty two. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. I, I want when they do an autopsy that they find French fries in my veins, <laughs> just stuffing my blood. Curly fries just rounded in your yeah. heart. Yeah, I want them to use my blood as a dipping sauce. <laughs> yeah. What? Why did he die? Well, his blood turned to gravy, sir. <laughs> his heart can only pump so much potato chip grease. <laughs> So, as a constant listener, we always want to give you a big thank you. Uh, check us out on the Twitter at Nerds to Get Laid, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Nerds to Get Laid. And then, of course, we always have our audio. Our Audible. Audible. Audibletrial.com Audible. slash Nerds to Get Laid. Also, next week, we're going to, on the, the podcast, we're going to announce the winner. The winner. The winner of our chicken dinner. yeah of our chin- chicken dinner. Mike's gonna buy you a brand pro. new chicken dinner. No, the winner of our contest of who I, I don't even know what this contest was. It was the like, winner who had either the most shares or the best uh, or the review of the us. best review. We went. I went and looked on iTunes again, and for whatever reason, iTunes Everyone is not failed. showing our reviews. It still, I've had several people tell me they've reviewed us. Not showing up, so we changed it, and whoever um, shared us, we're going to do a drawing next week on the podcast, and that person will be a guest star on Nerds Who Get Laid. And you get to choose the topic. You get to choose the topic, so and we'll I talk with you about So I still have a week to sure. post? We, we haven't. We, I mean, we, yes. we kind of closed it last week, but we'll keep it open this week. <laughs> one and more week. The one next week. podcast, we'll do the drawing. That's right. If you share any of our posts post, or if you um if you hi- not highlight us what the hell am i talking like about us? <laughs> not like us if you um review no not review <laughs> if you review us and it shows up yes what word are you looking for i'm looking here? for the one where you type our name and it comes up in your status and you can link to it tag us if you tag us tag good us. lord in one of your statuses you'll also be eligible for this no. we'll we'll keep it going for one more week so because david wants to get on in on this so he can have so much I do. more fun so i can have, have the second guest yeah appearance. second guest appearance. and you have full control of the topic that you're going to appear on here so yeah. you I will mean, rule yeah yeah we unless uh, mike talks. no matter what you want we'll give about. you the nerds who get laid <laughs> scepter yeah this <laughs> will pass <laughs> you the rock you don't I have thought to, it was a wand <laughs> you don't have the to be local you don't have to be from around here we can get you in through uh Skype, or we uh, we don't care if we have to call you and put the phone on ICQ, the speaker. AOL. So we'll get you in there. So thank you very much for always being a listener, listening to us, sharing us, telling people about it. Tell more people we're ever growing and want more people to like us. Um, hope you enjoyed this action packed. There was so adventure. much action. So much action. One. 
It was. It was. Uh, I feel like I lost weight. There was so much action. Heavy on the testosterone. <laughs> it yeah. really was. Yeah. But as always, this is Nathan, Ray, Mike, special guest David Herringer. Solidarity, brothers. I am your host, Nathan. Thanks for listening. Nerds get laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. See you later. Nerds get laid. Bitch! <laughs>